Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts. A special episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. He is ris- uh, That's the interrupter, Kyle Vestner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? It's good, dude. It's Easter. He is risen. That's mm-hmm. what everybody says today. So Back from the dead. That's the idea, yeah. Went there three days. Spent a long weekend down there. Be- it's probably pretty fun. Kick the devil's ass. So I got a question for Kicked you. Kicked down the gates of hell. Released all the souls. And brought them back up to heaven. There's like from- some hardcore preachers that are like really want like the victorious angle. Like we're not pussies. Christians are actually tough. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're kicking demons ass type of thing. Yeah. It's a battle and yeah. we're winning. <laughs> yeah. And the demons are me not looking at gay porn. They're very scary. <laughs> so I got a question for you. When, because God is a trinity, mm-hmm. as we know. Yeah. That that means that God is God the Father. Mm-hmm. That's Yahweh up in, up heaven. in heaven. Jesus, his son, who's on his, earth, who is fully God. Earth, earthly representation, who is also fully God. And fully man. Yes. Which is important to and my question. And then there is the spirit or fucking like essence or ethereal nature that's just kind of everywhere. Which is like... You know what? We could call it the space between atoms. It's everything that isn't God. It's antimatter. It's whatever, man. I mean, that's kind of a... You kind of combine that. He's holding everything together, dude. I don't hate that. (laughs) As like in a a poetic kind of way. It makes no sense, but I I like it. I kind of coined that phrase just now. Really? Nice. So, Jesus died, who is Mm -hmm. God, for our sins. Even mine, even ours. Yeah, except not ours anymore. Well, he, it was ours for one. We point. blasphemed quite a bit, so we're out the club. So he's taking. We're he's, kicked out the club, bro. He's taken back. You can't. Taken back, unforgivable, he says. Mm. The guy who's uh, unchangeable doesn't change his mind ever. That changes his mind sometimes. Well, the good news is he's it, not surprised because he knew we were going to do it the whole time. That is true. Right. So, <clears throat> so he got he dies right. The earthly representation of God, Jesus Christ, in our Father's name, amen, mm-hmm. right? Dies. For three days. Does he go up to heaven? And when he gets up there, does he combine with himself? No, he went or to- Or is he talking to himself? He went to hell for three days. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's the story? Yeah. Why? Because he had to go defeat death and the uh, the demons and everything. There's then why is there still a hell? That's kind of like lore. That's kind of like the lore part. What do you mean he went to hell? Well, why would he go to hell? That's what Christians say. Like he chose to go to hell. Um, I don't know where it says that in the Bible. I've never heard that. I don't know this book, but you think I would do the smallest amount of research for today? I was just going to read you the. I asked the hard questions, dude. Um, I do want to know this. Okay. Well, pause. Pause the thing. Okay. So, uh, in First Thessalonians four, verse thirteen talks about the coming of the Lord. And this is what 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13 says. Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. In this context, fall asleep is a euphemism for being dead. Basically, they think that you're all just going to die and then you're, you're bas- it's like having a long nap and then God's going to come back and resurrect everybody. Oh, so you're, like, you're just done till. God brings every all the yeah, dead back up to that's heaven. That's why there's like that sect that's like really anti-cremation because there's like, how are you going to be risen again if you're cremated? And then it's like, 
How are you gonna be risen again if you're just bones in the ground? They're just arguing about magic. What's the difference? Well, the, well, the, well, if you were burned to ashes, it would be harder for God to do that. Why? No, because God. Don't you understand? It's really easy to just reanimate bones. Okay. And if they were dust, it'd be way harder, Kyle. <laughs> obviously, think about trying to put ashes, fire, back together. Mm-hmm. You can't. But easily reanimating a corpse. So he's gonna he's gonna re he's gonna collect every atom in my body, and if it's ashes, it's scattered more. Yeah, it doesn't make. <clears throat> a lot, I mean, they argued about it. Even though, like, back before there was science, this mm-hmm. was a big question kyle i just mean like most of the atoms in your body are going into the ground Mm -hmm. either way you know or somewhere man i think god could do it okay so i think if i got cremated why does he need my physical body up in heaven also though i mean what it is i don't think he needs you there this is obviously i think written from the perspective of someone who doesn't want to stop existing so they're like god will reanimate then their idea of because they have a small mind Mm -hmm. is that we'll just be alive again somewhere else i mean that's basically what everybody thought are they coming out of the grave like a zombie in their thoughts no he's kind of just like like it won't be scary it would be like beautiful it wouldn't be like but you'd be coming out of the ground yeah. And then floating up to heaven or you something. You just like ethereally be floating, however you can imagine it, Kyle. Gotcha. Okay, so we believe that Jesus, this is verse 14, we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. What? <laughs> According to the Lord's own word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left till the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. So... Once, if you're still alive, you have to wait till all the dead people get risen up first, and then you can go. And in. then you, yeah, because you've they've been waiting longer. Clearly, gotcha. But so they I, didn't notice. I think it's a first come, first serve thing. Like if you die first, so for the Lord Himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel. What makes people think they're going to heaven when they die? Then, if this is true, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, if you, you have to wait in the ground till you get, go up to heaven, you don't go to heaven then, right? Or has something changed after this? Because um, people always go when someone dies, they're in heaven now. Yeah. But they're not. There's like a waiting room type. You would, yeah, but you would see it because there'd be people going to heaven and then you'd be waiting for them to. So you would know if they're in heaven. So no one's in heaven. Uh, by that logic, no? Yes, by that logic. Dude, there's... <clears throat> can you... So no one's in heaven. They're the in problem fucking, is there's waiting in the ground so many dumb conflicting views on this and so many people think different things mm-hmm. and there's so much extra shit. So when I, I kind of talk about my experience most of the time and they just make up shit. Oh, there's actually a waiting room that you go to that's not quite heaven, but it's pretty sick still. So you're not like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you ask questions like this and pastors just start answering a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just off the dome? Yeah, and then that becomes part of the lore. Interesting. But this is in the Bible, so. Yeah, and then they just infer shit. What's the biblical idea generally that Jesus says? About what? What they said here. Okay, well, let me finish. For the Lord himself will come down with a loud command and with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are... The dead and Christ? The dead in Christ. Oh, okay. That's like those are club. believers that die. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we who are still alive and left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with those words. Um, 
so this guy, I mean, let's just keep reading because this is the funny part. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not write to you, for we know very well for that the day of the Lord will become like a thief in the night. While people are saying... So they're like, you know what? We've seen people predict this shit before. Yeah. So when we write it, we're going to be like, you know what? You can't predict it. Yeah. God's sneaky. He's going to sneak in. You're never going to be able it's, to know when. But they did say, uh, Jesus said, some of you standing here today will be alive. And now they just say, he meant alive in, alive in heaven. Really? Yeah. Yes. Jesus said That's in awesome. his lifetime. He was talking about the Romans in his own lifetime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> peace. Uh, while people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they cannot escape. But you brothers are not in darkness so that this day. Sh- uh, but you brothers are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all sons of the light and the, the day we do not belong to the night or darkness, blah, 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 blah. Dude, it gets pretty boring. From that excerpt, the quick website I read said that God, that Jesus went up to heaven because he was up with the Lord. So, but I was always taught that he went to hell and like conquered the devil in those three days. Really? They just said that. I mean, I'm sure there was verses about it. That's that the first website I found. I said, where did Jesus go when he died? First website quoted that verse, and I read those verses to you. Where do you think Jesus went after hearing that? Me? Well, I was wondering if if it's like, <clears throat> well, like two can, they're not conflicting ideas, but they're two of the same presence, right? How can Earth's representation of God meet God? Uh, that's where the whole, like, people get. That's a good question. They I can have understand no the separation. They have the... no answer. Why does he argue with himself? Why does he have different motivations? Those were all evidence to pointing out that it's different entities. I, ha- I have the same questions. They they just say, don't try to understand it. That's literally what they say. It's a mystery. Reason must bow. The official Catholic line. Reason must bow to the mystery of the Trinity. Here's one. Did Jesus go to hell between his death and resurrection? What does it say? I bet you... It is. That's just, that just sounds made up. It sounds like a cool story, right? I'm just going to scan and look for... Uh, it says Revelation 2011 to 15. Are you going to look it, look it up? Oh. Or do you want me to read it? In the Hebrew scriptures, the word used to describe the realm of the dead is Sheol. 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 Simply means place of the dead or the place of departed soul spirits. The New Testament Greek equivalent to Shoal is Hades, which also refers to the place of the dead. Other passengers in the New Testament indicate Shoal is a temporary place where souls are kept as they await the final resurrection or judgment. Revelation 20.11.15 gives a clear distinction between Hades right and the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the permanent and final place of judgment for the lost. Hades then is, the t- is a temporary place. Many people refer to both Hades and the lake of fire as hell, and this causes confusion. Jesus did not go to a place of torment after his death, but he did go to Hades. So he went down to the grave. The waiting place. I mean, the Jews, like, as far as I can remember, don't believe in any sort of punishment or any sort of afterlife, really. I think we Googled it, and that's... That you're, is true. You're just it's just black. It's just shield. It's just the grave. It's just non existence. It's just dead. Really? Yeah. That's how it started. <clears throat> and then the, then they're like, we have to make it worse. So we have to make it scarier. Cause a lot of people are like, I could deal with that. And they're like, no, no, no. It, Nothingness? Oh, that sounds nice, actually. Yeah. Um f- so that passage they were talking about. Um, then I saw a great white throne on him and who what? Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. 
Earth and sky fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, in which, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. There you go. There's, what did that say? That says the dead were judged according to what they had done and as recorded in the books. What is interesting... The books that are already written, right? Yeah, there's the book of life. But you're judged according to your deeds there. And the whole thing is you're saved by grace. Mm-hmm. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, the de- and death and Hades gave up the dead were in them. And each person was judged according to what he had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Pretty brutal. How can you not be written in the book of life? Uh, we're not in it, Kyle. Our names have been blotted out. Oh, right. So here's here's the thing. It says, when Jesus died, he went to the blessed side of Shoal or Paradise, which they that's just an interpretation. How is it paradise now? Sheol, sorry. Yeah. Some believe based on a particular interpretation of Ephesians 4, 8, 10. Can so, we find that? Because I want to sure. read that. Because that's, that's where people are getting that it's nice, I guess. But it seems like even in this, this is biblical, I believe, this site too, that they don't even really. Okay, so it. here we are. <clears throat> Ephesians 4. 4, 8 to 10. Um, we're... I'll start at verse seven. Jesus taking believers with him. Because that's the start of a paragraph. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Man, I'm having a hard time reading today. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in in his train and gave gifts to men. What the fuck does that even mean? Like, this is so... Read that one more time. He had captives in his train. He ascended Uh, captives in his train. This is why it says, it being, or God, okay? When he ascended on high, that's Jesus, Mm -hmm. he led his captives in his train and gave gifts to men. What does it, what does he ascended mean? This is what the next verse. Mm -hmm. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some of the apostles, some of the prophets, oh, some to be po- apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for the works of service that built up the body of Christ as uh, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in faith and knowledge and the son of man and become mature, attaining the whole measure of fullness in Christ. Did that make any sense to you at all? To me, <clears throat> the way I interpreted that is yeah. that, okay, once God ascended, means he also descended, and then he enveloped everywhere. That just kind of means n- everything is the same as nothing, right? So God is now, Jesus is now everywhere, so he's just dead. Is well, how I interpreted that. How did you? Okay, well, that would be the exact opposite, because he is living is the whole mantra. Resurrection is the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> but... Um, it's funny. Well, there's a lot of like, uh, as they would say, Christianese in here. So it's he's saying he came down to earth. God sent him down here because he ascended. So obviously he descended. I don't really understand the point of that at all. But I guess that's where they say that he went down to the grave because for him to go up, he had to go down. Well, first. they said that. So. But he also just, they, didn't, they didn't say first. It's just if you go up, you also go down. 
He who descended is the very one. Okay. What does it mean to ascend? Except to mean that he also descended to the lower. I mean, earth. that's if you're asking, it means the exact opposite of the way you're interpreting. <laughs> what does it mean to ascend as to descend? Um, <laughs> those are opposites, actually. Uh, so, so I think he's trying to say that obviously he, it's God who came down from uh, heaven to be on earth. That was the descent, and then he returned in his ascension. I think is the point there, but. And then the next part where he says, because it was he who gave son to be pastors and prophets and blah, blah, blah. Right there, he's talking about the different roles of people in the church as it relates to like society. Because remember, the church is kind of the main institution. Mm -hmm. One of the main institutions of the ancient world is religion. And that's how people get taught different, uh, you know, reading and writing and some basic shit, but also cultural things and rituals that are passed down. So we need everybody to do their job. So some needs to be a pastor, some needs to be a teacher, some needs to be a prophet, some needs to be this. And the whole body of Christ thing is like, we're all going to work together until everyone on earth is a Christian and then Christ will come back and kill everyone who we didn't get, basically, is the whole point. Okay. Um, or kill everyone or send them to live. like kill everyone? Uh, round them up and put throw them in the lake of fire so they can live and burn forever. Oh, okay. So not really not, kill them. Not kill everyone, but like destru- <clears throat> destruction of the enemies is kind of the point. Um, I was going to read the gospel of Mark and because uh, you don't know the basic story of Jesus and Pilate, do you? No. So uh, Pontius? Pontius Pilate that stuck up. We also watched Life of Brian. Kyle hadn't seen it. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Did you get have more of appreciation for it than you think you would have from not doing this podcast or no? Not really. Kyle I, didn't did, get, I didn't get any of the references. And he doesn't know the life of Jesus really at all. Yeah. So I was kind of laughing and trying to get Kyle to laugh. but I mean, the, the obvious ones I got, like when they were stoning him for saying, <laughs> well, not Yahweh, but what was it? Uh, brother? No, one, another God thing. It wasn't Yahweh, but it's another oh. way to say God. Yeah. And yeah. they were stoning him for saying it because the guy was like, thou shall not say, and then he says it, and then yeah. they get stoned. And, yeah. Okay, so uh, this is uh, Mark chapter 15, Jesus before Pilate. This is right after the story of, do you know G- uh, Peter denying Jesus three times? No. Okay, well, Jesus said to Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Who's Pe- Peter? Peter's like one of his boys, one of his main guys. He Peter cut- or Paul. Peter cut off the ear of a centurion that was coming to arrest Jesus. He's like, no, not today, fucker. And then he cuts his ear off. And then Jesus. That must have slowed him down for a hot second. (laughs) Jesus fucking heals the guy's ear. And then Peter's like, he's like, you're going to die me three times. You're going to what? Deny me. Say that you don't know me. Say like you're not a follower of mine. Jesus said that? Jesus says this to Peter. Why would he put that on him? Why would he put that evil on him? Well, and Peter did. He says before the rooster crows. And then. Verse 72, right at the end, immediately the rooster crowed a second time, and Peter remembered the word that Jesus spoke to him. Before the, or sorry, before the rooster crows twice, you will be disowned me three times. And he broke down and wept. <clears throat> Very early in the morning, the chief priests with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole Sanhedrin reached a decision. They bound Jesus and led him and handed him over to Pilate. So here we have. The Jews arrested Jesus, right? And then they take him to their church or their place of like conducting business, city hall. And they got the teachers and the elders and the Sanhedrin and they're all in their stupid robes and their hair and they're all going, you know, <laughs> and they're like, I think we should give him to Pilate. And the other guys are like, I think we should. And everyone agrees. They give hand him, him over, what? give him to Pilate. So they, 
This is the Jews who arrested Jesus and gave him to the Romans. This is mm-hmm. the famously well, why Mel Gibson hates them to this day, right? Oh, Because okay. the Jews sold out Jesus. They killed Christ, who is also a Jew, but it's a weird thing. Uh, are you the king of the Jews? Asked Pilate. Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. So I'm the king of the Jews, even though they gave me over to you. That's what he says. Not a very effective king. Dude, I like to imagine he said it real sarcastically, like, yeah, I'm the king of the Jews. Like, clearly. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, they gave me over to you. I'm their king. They love me. The chief priests accused him of many things. So again, Pilate asked him, aren't you going to answer? See how many things they are accusing you of. But Jesus made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. So they just said everything they could think of, and all he was like, yeah, I'm the king of the Jews. So yeah, I've done some of that. And then he didn't say anything. Um, this is f- fulfilling all kinds of prophecies, by the way. Like a lamb, innocent, not a word, unbleeding lamb to the slaughter, all this shit. Okay. So uh, now it was the, sense. now it was the custom at the feast to release a prisoner whom the people requested. Why was that custom? Just in case, like, what? Are why your... would they? So that implies that there's like unjust prisoners, or is there Probably. like, or is there like folklore? It's a release system. Legends, you know. I would say that it. I think it was a real custom, um, and I do believe it's like a kind of like a yeah. It would imply that there's that unjust... was in Life of Brian. Yeah. Well, that's the hilarious thing is right here is they have Barabbas, who's the worst guy. I'll, I'll just read it to you. Now, it's a custom of the feast to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? Asked Pilate, knowing it was out of envy that the chief priest had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priest... Envy? The chief priest of the Jews? Yeah, they're mad. Jesus is getting a following, right? And okay. he's saying shit, shit, like, I am the... Yeah, he's calling blah. himself the king of the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> but the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have Pilate Why release. Why did he call himself God? Does he do that? Did other people call him that? Um, are you... Yes, he called himself God several times. Are you... I'm the son of man, son of God, and all this shit. Because you're like, are you the king of the Jews? You'd be like, actually, I'm king of everybody. I'm God. Well... Only the Jews. Again, like at this point... They but were, everyone's written in the Book of Life or whatever. Not yet, then. Paul oh. comes along and get, opens it up. Okay. Paul is the guy that changed the whole game. Paul is the most important figure in Christianity. So how come the Jews don't disregard Paul and... They do. I, oh, they do also. The Jews disregard Paul. Christians... And Jesus. And, well, uh, yeah, yeah. At least as a savior. Yeah, as a savior, yeah. But there's like, yeah. It's so bizarre. Isn't that weird? The whole thing is hilarious. Like, if you're a Christian, you acknowledge the Jews are the chosen people, right? At the very least, you have to. Yeah. And then your chosen people are denying the existence of your Savior. on Based on the book they read that you tweaked. They, read the, they wrote that book, and you tweaked it, and you're like, eh, you're wrong, actually. Well. Isn't that weird? That's the only way they can be in part of the book, Kyle. In order for salvation to be open to all of them. Mm-hmm. It some, needs, yeah, someone had to do it. And so they just go, uh, they are they they call those Jews like, look, they just think that they're better than everybody else and that God they, really they, opened they it up. They do think that yeah. also. So, so then it's another source of like anti Semitism. 
Like how devout Christians could be like, those Jews. I like Jews that worship Christ, but if you don't, then you're one of those bad Jews. You know what? They deserve that part of anti-Semitism. That whole, we have the one true religion and no, we're not letting well, no one else in. Everybody does that. And we're letting no one in, though. A lot of religions let people in. That's true. And you're you like, can... what? What? what's the criteria for letting in? Okay, being a good person, generally. At least that. And then you're like, hey, uh, I want to be a Jew. I think I'm a good person. I think I can prove it. No. You can't. You can convert, can't you? Anyone it's can. very difficult, but yeah, you can. But anyone can, right? I don't believe so. I don't believe anyone convert can convert to I Judaism. Could. What if I could. What, what if I, you know, found God? All right, so... What shall I do? So then they uh, they said the they wanted to be- release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked him. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder. Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. And he had Jesus flogged and handed him over <laughs> them to be crucified. Why does everyone hates Jesus? Not just like the high priest, dude. They're all like, fuck this guy. Uh, all this fucking uppity dipshit thinks he's God. <laughs> the soldiers then led Jesus away into the palace, that is, the, pre- the praetorium, and t- called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a robe on him and then twisted <clears throat> together a crown of thorns. Okay, this is what I thought. Okay, what? so they're like, they start off with going, with notable exceptions... Of some serious Jewish communities, mainly in Brooklyn, New York, uh, New Jersey, and some other places in the States. With notable exceptions for those, those do, they do not allow converts. Okay. Specifically in those areas at all. And all other mainstream, mainstream, very clear. Yeah. Mainstream, which means like the most open of the churches, allow sincere converts. So, and then it goes on to say more, but it's hard to convert. Yeah. You have to prove you're fucking, I don't know, worthy or some shit. And then a lot of the true ones, the ones that consider themselves the fundamental ones, don't at all. Bo- yeah, I was bored into this. Yeah, you have to be, in fact. Yeah, there's something... To- Which I, that's what I thought, because I was ba- basing it on the Jews in New York. Why do... I mean, I guess I know why. It's just so dumb to think you're special by just virtue of your birth. Like, I am special because I was born. In- I guess mm-hmm. if you're told that your whole life... But yeah, it's one of those things. Grow out of it, though. Come on, like we all figured it out. But it's a it's a tightly knit cult, right? You do business with everyone in your group. You go to church with everyone in the group. Yeah. You make families. You date within the group. You don't really go outside the group. I that's part of the thing, at least with the New York Jews for sure, is they've created their own neighborhoods and they don't really stray out of them. They have their own bus lines. <laughs> that's so crazy. But yeah, right. Okay. So they won't. They'll ride. <coughs> It is also crazy to do that and be like, well, I'm going to get my Gentile friend to turn the lights on for me. Or the air conditioner is warm out, you know? It's, <laughs> God but, won't mind that. So the <clears throat> Romans are beating the shit out of God. So he's having a rough go. So first, Pilate says, you know, who do you want released? They say mm-hmm. Barabbas. And the other one is... Is Barabbas like just... He's a murderer. Is he like a... Uh, I just mean like... um. I was gonna say Genghis Khan type, but that's too brutal. But I mean, like a savage that people look up to and like no, no worship. I or... mean, he's a bad dude. And the other one, why do they want to release him? Because fuck Jesus. That's why. It's like oh, those it, are the only two options. He, it, it's painted as <laughs> like Pilate was like, "Do you want this worst guy that I got?" Like trying to let Jesus off. Because mm-hmm. Pilate washes his hands of the thing. He's like, "I didn't really want to do this." The Jews, you, this is what you want? That's he, kind of fair, though, yeah, on he's his like, perspective. He goes to the people. He says, what do you want? He's like, should we release this terrible guy or Jesus? They're like, 
Uh, Barabbas. They're like, what should we do to Jesus? They're like, crucify him. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? They're like, crucify that motherfucker. So what I liked, uh, what I liked in the life of Brian was that they sell beards so that women can go watch the crucifixions. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, they put it so that now the soldiers got the soldiers get to do some shit. So they put a purple robe on him, twisted together a crown of thorns, and set it on him. Purple robe would be like a fancy robe. Remember the purple? They made they like really gussied him up. That's the, the yeah, and they put a crown of thorns on him. They began to call out to him, "Hail, King of the Jews!" They're making fun of him. Uh, again and again, they struck him in the head with a staff and spit on him. Wouldn't it, maybe this happens, but I feel like if I was, uh, a non-believer Jew mm-hmm. right back then that wanted him crucified and you hear Lord tell all the miracles he provided, I'd be like, where's your miracles now? That's, that's what they're doing. That's exactly what okay. they're saying. They, exa- they almost say that because verbatim. like you did all these things. Yeah. Do one now. Yeah. Exactly. And then Jesus goes, says up to God in heaven. Why? Like, we'll keep reading. Um, again and again, they struck him in the See, head. This is what I like. I haven't heard any of this Bible shit. I've been reading the same fucking story for a year straight. <laughs> this is interesting for once. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. And then they let him out to crucify him. So they mo- they dressed him up and be like, look, you're the fanciest prisoner of all time. You're yeah. our king. Ha yeah. ha ha. Yeah. Beat I like the shit that. Out of him. You're a king. Do something. <laughs> exactly what you're talking you're about. You're in your royal robes. A certain man from <clears throat> Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Do you know Rufus was the biblical name? I heard of Rufus, actually. Was passing on his way from the country and they forced him to carry the cross they brought jesus to the place called golgotha which means the place of the skull and they offered him wine mixed with myrrh but he did not take it and they crucified him dividing up his clothes they cast lots to see what each would get so they so they offered him delicious wine he wh- said no so they killed him and stole his shit well they were already going to kill him but i think that's like an old uh sedative or fucking myrrh tranquilizer tranquilizer maybe <clears throat> okay like here you're about to die would you like to get fucked up a little bit would you like some morphine you know? yeah and he refused it and then they cast lots for his clothes which is i think strange could you imagine executioners or soldiers I guess gambling for the shit of the person they just. I guess he would have if he had nice stuff, but they said he was a poor person in rags. So I don't know why they want his clothes. Well, I don't get that either. Then like some dirty peasant's clothes. Um, because I mean, in the equivalency in the labor equivalency of today, a shirt's probably five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? I guess to grow and pick and weave and all that stuff. There's stories of like uh, Romans crucified a lot of people. Uh, when they when there was the third survival war like Spartacus and shit, mm-hmm. uh, they crucified six thousand slaves on the Appian Road. Why slaves? Uh, well, because they revolted, so they oh. crucified six thousand of them. Oh, goddamn! On the Appian Road, and there's stories of like uh, they're just trying to sell whatever they're meager, like your sandals or your underwear. Hey, I'll break my legs, kill me. <clears throat> this sucks up here. You can have my stuff. Oh, they're like, if you can take my stuff if you kill me. Yeah. Instead of allow me to be crucified. Or they're in the pro- crucified. <clears throat> excuse me. Crucifixion is mostly a death of exposure. Yeah. Unless some people say it's a death of suffocation where you're hanging on your arms and you eventually suffocate and die. But a lot of times you were tied up there, not nailed. Jesus, when they say nailed, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're just tied up there and just left to die over the next 24 hours. Is it because it's and a spectacle? Be, is that how it Yeah, and you're just up there. 
You know, it's a warning to the fucking population. This is what will happen to you. And people are like visiting you for like days. I don't think they had much visitors. I don't. I think the slaves were like made fun of and mocked and like. Well, that's what I mean. People are there, and you're you, you can could just throw rocks and... at them if you wanted. I'm sure, like. I'm sure they did that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? Okay. You know when there's like we've created alternatives to brutality of like the olden days. People act like we don't have this in it now, right? We just. Go, the amount of people that watch football every Sunday, that's the same gene, you know, being expressed in a different way. We figured out a different channel for it. Like even the UFC last night, people fucking losing it when someone gets knocked out is very similar to throwing rocks at a guy. Gladiators. Yeah. Dude. Uh, we just found some honor in it that we luck. can rationalize our head. Dan Carlin does a four-hour podcast <clears throat> on that exact subject. Public executions yeah. and entertainment of people in pain. I'll, I'll make a deal. I'll listen to it on the road trip. It is so gnarly. It's the hardest one to listen to because it's descriptions of people just getting tortured to death for about four hours. Oh, okay. Maybe not that. Well, I mean, it's that it's a lot more nuanced than that, but there's many descriptions over the eras. And it's like people's descriptions of the time um, describing the eyewitnesses. Happening? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of eyewitnesses. Ugh. Um, so verse 25, it was the third hour when they crucified him. When the written notice of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. So he's got a sign on the cross above him that says king of the Jews, which is a nice touch. They crucified two robbers with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, so <laughs> you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down and cross and save yourself. So they're exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's that reference, though? He said he was going to destroy the temple and rebuild what it in temple? three days. The temple of God. Why would he do that? The temple of Jerusalem. Because it's been <sighs> marked by can... evil? or No, there's he's. it was some sort of demonstration of his power. I have to look all this shit up three when days? you ask me these questions. What an arbitrary... It's. A... <laughs> I could destroy this and build it in three days. Uh, you're God. Do it in one second. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It'd be interesting to watch the blocks just float around over the course of three days, like a time lapse. Yeah, with blocks with slaves under them, <laughs> putting them back together. In the same way, but do you know what I mean? Like that's that that all that's, miracles get reduced to absurdism when you think about it, Kyle. I, that too, every but single one. It's like I feel like the buildings weren't that big back then. I feel like you could build something. It was in three a huge days. building. It's a huge. It's like one of the biggest buildings in the known world at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, in the same way, the chief of priests and the teachers, i it's got to be in the top 20 buildings of the world at that time, right? Top sure. 50? Fuck yeah. Top 50 so at I least? I just read stats.com. I went there. I don't know how big it was, like how much of what I saw was there when I went, but it's mm -hmm. fucking pretty big. It's this whole big place. Giant pavilion, giant dome, the dome on the rock and all this shit. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's it's all, like, at least in the, uh, the idea of the original building? Well, there's... Now I'm way over my head, but they're all there's like first, second, and third temples. They get destroyed by earthquakes or by Romans, oh. and like all kinds of stuff happens. Okay. In the same way, verse thirty one. In this, is, so come down and save yourself. In the same way, the chief of priests and teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. <laughs> Let this Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also e heaped insults on him. That's kind of the best part. Yeah, the you're like, hey, save us. Yeah. 
Well, in the other story, so this there's uh, four versions of this, right, with the four Gospels. In the other story, one of them goes, you know, call your dad, basically. <laughs> and then the other one's like, dude, you're an idiot. He, he's the son of God, and you're just, you basically just fucked yourself over for all eternity, and I'm going. And then Jesus, and that does happen, And right? then Jesus says to the one guy, you're going to be with me in paradise tonight. Like, get, set, get bent, buddy. To the but he didn't guy. go to paradise. He went, uh, he ascended and descended. Yeah, he, he does say he was going to be, you'll know, join me in paradise. So he must have went to heaven. It is weird, though, that I did hear ser- sermons my whole life of how he went to hell and conquered hell and conquered death. It sounds like a cool fucking story. That is it sounds a, like a, a movie. cool story, but I, I guess it's not biblical at all. It just goes to show you, like, I'm this far into my life, and I thought that's where Jesus went after he died. Um, at the, the death of Jesus, at the sixth hour, so he's been up there for three hours beat the fuck out of 40 lashings, beat up by the Romans. Everyone's making fun of him. At the sixth hour, <laughs> he's naked. Why? They took his pants? They took his pants. Um, at the sixth hour, darkness, they're looking at his circumcised pee-pee. You mm-hmm. know he had a circumcised pee-pee. In fact, there's several churches in Europe that claim to have the foreskin of Christ, I which is that. hilarious. At the sixth hour, <clears throat> darkness came over the whole land. Until the ninth hour. So for three hours, it was completely dark. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sakanatati. Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, my, you're, you're God. You are God. No one can understand this. I've had no one that can explain it to me. In this moment, the Trinity is broken? Nope, the Trinity is not broken. Okay, so how is he forsaken? Well, he's not, you know, God's up there, and he's, so the Trinity is broken. No, it's not broken. So what the fuck is going on? So he's clearly crying out in desperation. Is what's happening. Yeah, to his God, which he is? Yes. That makes no sense. I yeah. He's crying out to himself to save himself. Make it to make it make sense, Kyle. <laughs> no one can. They all that goes against the whole sacrifice thing. He doesn't want to be there. Well, that's the sacrifice. That's how bad it is <clears throat> that he's actually like, Uncle, he's crying out, Hey, let this sucks. I don't want this anymore. That's how bad the suffering yeah, is. Yeah, but if he was God, why couldn't he perform a miracle and get himself off the cross? Because he's asked to suffer because it's his own stuff. Yeah, but who's plan. forcing him up there? Because he is! <laughs> but he's crying out to himself to not be there. I know. <laughs> Uh, that's that's good. It makes a lot of sense. Okay, so you're with me. I mean, no, we. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. But no, I do not want to understand one second of that. <laughs> that I gave. It's you, a completely conflicting idea that I cannot gave, be rectified unless you say that they're not that he's not God. But that's he the is. only answer. But he is Kyle. Just just <clears throat> say yes is what they have to say. Just say yes. And you're like, okay, yes, he is God, but he's crying out to God to get off the cross that he put himself on that he can get himself off at any time that he's not letting himself get off because that's the plan but he's also crying out to himself because that's the plan because his plan is he needs to do this to himself to pay for our our sins kyle it wasn't his plan it is his plan not this part of him yes it is because he's asking why yes it is but he doesn't know why He's asking, why have you forsaken me? If it was his plan, he would know why. It could, he could be saying it colloquially. Like, <laughs> why? Uh, I know it's rhetorical. No, he's, oh, so he's asking the population, why have you? For-? No, he's asking God. He's, it's all an act. If he is really God, he's, the only reason he says that is for our benefit. <laughs> yeah. 
So really, we've forsaken him because we forced him to have to sacrifice himself against his own now will get it. for humanity's sake. But he's not crying out to us for forsaking him, the Jews or the, anyone that lived back then or lived in the future or the past. He's crying out to him, God. Yes. The God up in heaven that is also him. Yeah. That forsaken him. And he chooses not to use his miracles on earth. Or maybe the God from the heavens cut him off from Kyle, earth. you're missing the, the most important part. Yeah. The choosing not to use the miracle is for our benefit. He did that for us. That's the sacrifice he made. Uh-huh. That The whole point is he has to sacrifice. Why? Sounds, but it sounds like he doesn't understand the sacrifice. Yeah, that's the, it's not a sacrifice also if it's his himself. Like, but it is because you can see that it's a sacrifice here. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is dumb, but that's it. That's a famous one that I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I'm glad we cleared that. They ju- they just say they just say agree with us. That's the that's the, all they have is this is the way it is. So those. Okay, then I agree. Okay, good. Have faith, Kyle. I do have faith. These doubts, just pray about them. Just go. God, I have a lot of doubts. It seems like mm-hmm. these ideas don't make sense. And then if you pray, if you literally go to a room and say it out loud to yourself for hours a day for years, yep. maybe you can rewire your brain to think that's true, like a lot of people do. Yeah. Well, I have faith now, right? So I'm going to try and move a mole. <laughs> okay, so my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. What? One man ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put Wait, it on a Elijah? stick. Elijah? Because Elijah is God? No, I think I think that's a reference to the prophets. I don't know. I honestly don't know it really. Okay. Okay, so one man ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone and see as if Elijah... a joke? As a prank. Like, you look thirsty. Yeah, Here, here's, here's some, some vinegar. vinegar. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last... So you have to imagine you went, oh, <laughs> really pathetic. This like, hurts. <laughs> Ouch. Imagine you just went, owie, <laughs> and died. Daddy, why did you do this to me, daddy? <laughs> uh, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus heard his cry and saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Why? Because he cried. <laughs> I guess does that there was he at cried least as if God cries. There was at least one centurion who was moved by the performance. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and the and the younger Some women. His mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mary the mother of James and the younger of Joseph. And Salome, in Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there, the burial of Jesus. It was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, so that as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate to ask for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. So, so... Lots of like I was saying, lots of times crucifixions took a long time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "These are that fucker's already dead. Got off easy." <laughs> yeah, he cried like a little bitch. And- 
Um, his daddy spared him. So maybe he, maybe his daddy in heaven spared him. This is where you start to hear like conspiracies of like they're hiding the body or switching them out for some other guy. I think all those are dumb. I think you, you can just take the story on face value that it's dumb. Why would also why would God need to switch himself out? Well, the, he would not, only need to if he obviously wasn't God. It's not God, Kyle. There's this yeah. is where they're saying like this atheist theories where they're like, and then they switched out the body. Atheistic theories about the Bible that's retarded. Yeah, so it's like just to reject the whole book. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're acknowledging the validity of it then. Yeah, at least in a historical sense, which is not even. I mean, partially for sure, but more in a more in a. How they thought about life at that time, yeah, that, not about the facts of what now happened. Now you're getting sucked into arguing about the Lord. You're just as bad as the Christians that argue about. But do you know verses. what I mean, though? Yeah, you can you can interpret a book. You can interpret a book like this of how people thought at the time. But you can't be like this thing happened on this day for sure. Yeah, no one can know to those. the point where you go, well, they probably switched him out because obviously he wouldn't have died that quick. What the fuck are you talking about? That that's it's a- more likely that none of it happened than that <laughs> happened. Yeah, but that's a guy who's like once. He's he like, he's must tra- have been Christian at one point to have that opinion. Either that think. or it's like for this many people to have believed that they must have thought they saw Jesus. And how could they have thought they saw Jesus? Oh, this is the resurrection thing. So they switched yeah. him out and then he came back in three days as a ta-da, but yeah. he never died the first time. Yeah. Or they switched. It's a different guy. You know, the, Joseph took the body. No one knows where the body was. How do you know it's fucking Jesus? It's back in the day. Do they have ID? Does he have fucking photo identification? Did mm-hmm. he get his fingerprints taken? Is it another Jew with a beard and a big nose? Like, could... <laughs> so they're just saying he didn't die. Those I'm people. just uh, yeah, those people. Or, not that he didn't die; that he died and was switched out. Then what would be the point of that? The point? What do you mean? It's a body double. It's somebody that looks like him, and they're like, Jesus is alive. And then all all the people who see him. The whole point of why Christianity spreads is he shows up at like two churches, and everyone goes, "We saw him for sure. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle." And that yeah. story spreads around the entire world that's what i'm saying so they need a guy to show up so obviously because resurrection's impossible mm-hmm. they had a body double do it that's the atheist conspiracy oh, version. that's not a good conspiracy here's a better one that's what i was saying here's a better one he doesn't die on the cross right okay they switch him out they let him recover for three days they switch him out with another dead body because dead bodies are harder to recognize than live ones okay because yeah, you don't have the mannerisms of a human being he got anymore beat the fuck out of though yeah so beat up that guy now yeah fuck 40 it. lashings if you came back you'd have to be resurrected and completely healed if you got resurrected and came up that you look like you just got beat like killed three days ago <laughs> I, I see your point that would be pretty funny but it could still stand that the guy on the on the cross could have been a god heals out. someone with cancer to like two weeks before they died of cancer you're healed you're not well sorry i rose you from the dead but you still have terminal cancer <laughs> Goddamn! You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you still have all the ailments that you had before. <laughs> yeah, Lazarus is still sick. But that kind of would happen. If you got risen from the dead, would you be healed of everything that's ever happened to you, including like age and cell degeneration well, and everything? Well, here's the thing. So uh, he has to. Thomas has to go inspect his hands because mm-hmm. he's got the holes in his hands. Yeah. So that's how he was. He still had the marks of the nails, so he wasn't completely healed. Right. Yeah. So exactly. I wonder if he had all the strokes on his back still. He must have. What the fuck? This is such. A, the more you like ask very specific questions about the shit, the more absurd and hilarious it all becomes. Like, what do you? Yeah. What gets healed in a resurrection? Right. Yeah. It just restarts your damaged organs. What if you get shot? What if you get 
bled out. Well, that's why they were like, dude, what if, yeah, what? that's why we can't get burned. Obviously, they need to, he needs a body to resurrect. How come he doesn't need your blood? I don't know, man. It's mostly the breath of life. The Jews were big into the breath of life. I know that blood, they obviously knew if you bleed too much, you die. Mm-hmm. But Yahweh is mostly talked about as breath, restoring your breath to your body as a spirit. Well, it's because people stop doing as they die. Yeah. I understand how they got to that conclusion. but Okay, so uh, he was surprised he was dead already. He asked him if Jesus was... Uh, sorry. Uh, he went boldly. Joseph of Arimathea goes bold. It's kind of shock. I was thinking about how much like two dumb guys know about the world compared to what they did back then. The smartest people back then <laughs> were just two dumb guys. You know, so much because of the achievements of humanity. Yeah. It's crazy. To the point where we're like the smartest people in the world who probably, very intelligent people, I'm sure, wrote this book. And, they were, and we're like, fucking idiots. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. So uh, he went boldly to ask for the body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph brought some linen cloth, took down the body, and wrapped it up in the linen. He placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, saw where he was laid. When the Sabbath was over... Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Shalom brought up the spices so that they might go anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb when they and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? So this is a pretty dumb thing, considering that they're on their way to go there with all the spices and shit, and they don't even have a plan for who's going to roll the rock away. Well, um, God will provide a miracle. I'm certain of it. But it's just kind of like, <clears throat> why is that the plan? How how did this come about? There, the plausible story of like, yeah, we were going to anoint him. And mm-hmm. then in your story, you don't have a plan for how you're going to actually do that. So so they buried people in caves with rocks in front of them? That's uh, one of the ways, I guess. Yeah. I think that was pretty common. There's the whole uh, giant graveyard there. Um, how did they move the boulder? Just an army of people type of thing? I think... They, I don't know. Ox? I would say. What do they have? Beasts of burden, probably. Probably some leverage, fulcrum, maybe some logs. I don't know. Uh, I went to where they said the tomb was, and mm-hmm. it was like a small room, like the size of two of your bathrooms. I don't know. It's kind of what I was picturing. Eight by ten, and it said no pictures. I took a selfie in there. And You're a rebel, dude. I know. I had to. And then, um, I don't know. It's just funny. So one of the criticisms is that Jesus was found by women because women aren't trustworthy or, you know, that's like what they would say at the time. Like you women found him really. We're going to believe women. What do you mean? Found him alive? Jesus. So they're about, they're going so they, to the tomb and they're going to find him alive. They're going to, they're going to find him alive or oh. they're, they're going to find an empty tomb. So, and then it's like your story is not credible because women found him is the whole point. And then the other point is they were going there to spice him up with no plan of how to get the rock away. <laughs> Why were they going there in the first place? Your story seems like what's a little the, suspect. Yeah. What's going on? Sus. Are we going to find out how they uh, move the boulder? <clears throat> Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large had been rolled away and they entered the tomb. They saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed. He said, you are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. Who the fuck is this guy? It's an angel. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Of course it's an angel. That's my bad, really. <laughs> Obviously it's an angel. He, Who he, else could have rolled it away and resurrected Jesus? Yeah. Except for himself. See? Since he is God. The place where they had laid him. See? the See? Look, he like gestures over. The place where they had laid him. But, see the indent in the ground as me, an angel? <laughs> but go and tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. So they ignored the angel's wishes. Yeah, but then they're like, actually, we did see that. And we just were scared we didn't tell anybody at first. Because we were, what were you doing there? Well, we were heading down to put spices on him. How are you going to get the rock away? We didn't know, but luckily that guy was there and they rolled it away. Like, it's a lot of convenient. So what's this guy, Angel's name? Does he have a name? Then there's a little note here that says, The earliest manuscripts and some other ancient witnesses do not have Mark's six, uh, Mark 16, 9 to 20. So this is the extra part. Uh, and from the earliest manuscripts, this part is missing. This is from later manuscripts. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who were with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and ported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. So he's just randomly appearing to people. Not like, I don't know. God, God knows why. It's mysterious are the ways of the Lord. Yeah, Kid Rock said that too. Um, <laughs> later, Jesus appeared to the 11 as they were eating and he rebuked them for their lack of faith and for their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And all of these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the six people and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples. <laughs> Weird, no? Yep. He's sitting on the right hand of himself. He's his own right hand man. Yep. That is, yeah, all right. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord. God, that. Do, do the Jews believe in. No, no, I guess they wouldn't believe in the Trinity. Do they believe in Holy Ghost? No. Why did they add Holy Ghost? In Dude, that it's just one of those things that like people just accept now because it's been argued about to death. And it's like you either believe it or not. And everyone like new people to the faith kind of just go, I'm really struggling with the idea. And they're like, yeah, just don't really try to understand it. Just believe and have faith and pray. And that's just what they say to new Christians. And th that's good enough for like 90% of people. But I got real hung up on other gods all the time when they were talking about multiple gods. I'm mm -hmm. like, you guys worship multiple gods. They're like, no, it's this. You see, there's Jesus and God. And, the th and I'm like, that's different things. He's sitting beside himself. I, I, He's I, at least two entities yeah. sometimes. I, the one on the cross is the number one quoted one that actually completely contradicts that he's the earth representation of god he goes up to he goes up to heaven and he's still jesus yeah yes that takes all that away yes 
It's so dumb. There's no Trinity. At the very least in this stupid book. Reason, well, here's why it has to be. It has to be Jesus. Jesus has to be God for the fucking miracle to work. He can't just be like... He gave his only son. Can't he be like the the devil? The lamb who was slain. No, there's all these prophecies about sacrifice. So it has to happen. It's his own dumb plan that he has to do. Can Jesus be his son? Like... Because he creates everything, right? So if he created uh, the next powerful being to him, that mm-hmm. could be his son. That's what he created. That's, that's kind of it. That's yeah. what. Jonah, but that's not a trinity. Then those are different people. That's what Jonah's trying to explain to me when on that drunken podcast with the Elohim's and all the Elohim. He's basically a god can create other gods that yeah. are like basically a, a copy of yourself. There's one original, all powerful god that made. It, infinitely more i'm like so they're the same but different they're copies like a computer program he's trying to tell me and you know how like human beings are eventually going to create ai smarter than us can yeah. god create uh an intelligence uh by more, definition uh, god no. more powerful than him by definition no could he replicate himself yes so he can make an equal so what is so that? if he made many equals could they then defeat him what the fuck i know what the fuck is this? interesting what's going we need a god on god battle <laughs> Uh, and that's the story of the. That was great. I like that. Death was according the gospel according to Mark. <clears throat> they always it literally says according to Mark. Then they have the gospel according to Matthew, which is different. Then they have the gospel according to Luke, which is a little bit different. Really? And the gospel according to John, different still. Hmm. And you like Mark the best? Well, Mark is the OG. Mark is the first w- version, and everyone thinks the later versions are based on Mark. They just copied and tweaked a little bit. Yeah, that seems like you shouldn't be able to do that. You know? uh, well, that's what the people who study it the most, that's what they say. Yeah. Did All you right. learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah, a lot, actually. Yeah? Yeah, the whole Jesus I guess, Lord stuff. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know any of that. That's fucking crazy to me that you had, you've been on this podcast for like three years and you didn't know. I'm an old. That, this is literally the most important part of the Bible nah, to most I'm people. an Old Testament guy. Old, old OT guy? Yeah, OT. I'm with the J-Dogs on this one. We have Jesus a- seems stupid. Like even hearing this now, it seems a lot dumber than even I thought. <laughs> so, it, what, like the Trinity part is that the main thing you can't get your mind? Or the I whole mean, plan the, of the sacrifice? The whole plan of the sacrifice, along with the Trinity part, and then he goes and sits beside himself in heaven, and they actually say that, which completely. There's so many things that eliminate the possibility of there being a Trinity. Now you just want that to be true. It's not even like it says it in this part of the Bible and takes it back in another part. It does. It just doesn't really say that, does it? Um, no, it says it over and over because the Son of Man is God. It says that a bunch of times. But and that would be the, a different God. The spirit then. of God hovering over it would the be water. Be a different God. I mean, in the they never it, will say that it's a different God. It has to be. It it is that's implied. Why he can, that's why he can cry out. Yeah. No, I agree. It has to be a different God. I agree with you. That everything makes sense if God, at least in the book, if God made a different God that he then tortured for humanity, (laughs) by the way. That's his son. That also makes him not making him the big sacrifice I also either. Love, he didn't really sacrifice everything I'll, if he created something to kill. I also love that he has a son, and it's like we're dad and son. And there's like who's like I there's Mary, the mother of God, and that whole interaction. We've kind of beat that to death, mm-hmm. but it also implies like reproduction and all this shit. Like he's a younger version of himself, you know. Like th- th- there's yeah. like. A, they use the metaphor all the time because it's a really good way for you know if you're I don't know. When you're leading a, po- a group of people, 
parenting is a great metaphor because you can always say just like a dad knows a lot more than his kids when they're toddlers mm -hmm. I, god in our heaven is looking after us the same way we're just little kids we don't it's like the perfect metaphor so they use that all the time yeah well it does work just turn your brain off believe anyways and put money in this basket and don't call me out for liking little kids and happy Easter. And happy Easter. We got really bad reviews on my uh, on the prank podcast. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like it. I well, no one knew it was a prank. <laughs> Literally, some people didn't know. They're like the newest episode of the Bible Beaters sucks. <laughs> like that's not an episode of the Bible Beaters. That's pretty. Oh, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> I hope you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Happy Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Well